Hello, my friends, and welcome to a new episode of Prosecco and Ponies with Tony. On today's episode, I wanted to do something different that I haven't done before, so I barely figured out how to use Skype, and I interviewed two of my friends about <gasps> kisses. A kiss on the hand, maybe why continental? Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I will never do that again. Why am I like this? But who doesn't love talking about kisses? First kisses, best kisses, worst kisses, crushes, and the stories in between. One of them uh, is the most beautiful salon owner and makeup artist on the planet, and the other is a real-life pinup model and Marilyn Monroe tribute artist, because who better to talk about kisses with? As per my typical style, we get a little off-topic a few times, but would I even be me if that didn't happen? Also, Maggie's wind chimes make a pretty significant appearance because she was sitting outside to talk to me on one of her only days off, so I apologize if it sounds like she's living in a fucking temple somewhere. I promise you the angels aren't coming for you, it's just her wind chimes. So, go and grab yourself a beverage, get comfy, and listen to some stories about kisses and crushes with my New York sister from another mister and a real-life pinup model. I hope you enjoy these talks. Oh my god okay are you ready to talk about your first yeah. kiss I okay mean, i'm never so... ready to talk about that <laughs> since you're asking me to like and you're not asking you're insisting since you're insisting that i do this then i suppose i'm ready yes so you are ready to talk about your first kiss then perfect yes because no one's ready to talk about it i'm i'm ready i'm not prepared no it wasn't that bad i'm making it sound like it was like this terrible thing but like it's like my first kiss of course can't just be like yes and it happened in the past and there were flowers and sunshine it's like no, like my first kiss had like had ripples that have like kind of like like you throw a stone into a pond and like those ripples keep going outward until pretty soon there's like a hurricane in Alaska like that. And like because oh, it still wow. affects me to today. All right. Well, this is going to be good. So let's start at the beginning. How old were you? 11. Okay. You were 11. And what was this gentleman's name? I'm assuming it was, was a boy. It was, Yes, it was. It was okay. a boy. His name was Ryan. And who who was the perpetrator? Like, did you kiss him or did he kiss you? Um, It was mutual, I guess. Like, we had planned to kiss. Like, that was sort of planned to kiss. I don't know. Like, did you write it in one of those, like, little so, things where you're like, okay, pick what number do you want? And then you pick three. And then they go one, two, three. And then you have to pick a color. And then they're, like, orange. And then you have, you have to kiss them. Like, how do, how do you plan that? No, I don't know. Cause like he didn't go to my school. So he, I had this friend growing up named Ben. Um, ben was one of my best friends and Ben came to school from another school far away. So mm -hmm. he had not far away. It was like, it felt far away at the time. It was like 20 minutes away. So he used to go to another school. So he had a bunch of friends from that school and they would come to his house. And since we played with Ben every day, we would get to know his family pretty well because he always had somebody over his house that we didn't know and it was always an exciting thing like oh who's Ben having over this week so he was from Ben's old school and the first time he came over I was like struck like he had the that bowl cut that they all oh, had back in the day and nice. he was like bigger than the other boys like because that's always been like a thing I'm into I think so he was like much bigger than them he was like muscular and athletic and you know he was 12 Ooh, I know an older Ooh. boy took advantage oh my of my goodness. innocent youth yeah he had like that handsome guy bowl cut and I just thought he was oh my god so all my guy friends used to tell me that I was like butt ugly all the time, right? Like what? because I had freckles and pale skin and a big nose. Oh my god, they they spent more time telling me I was ugly than saying nice things about me. That like they were like, "Well, you're one of the guys, you know, because like, you're ugly." Oh. Like, like it's true though. I'm not even just saying that for pity points or like hoping that anyone in any way feels bad for me. Oh my god. I um yeah. So that's. They used to say that. So I was convinced of it because, you know, people tell you that often enough. And my a lot of girlfriends would tell me that, too. And I realize now as, a, you know, an older adult woman, that's still something women do to each other. And it's when they're feeling insecure. So, you know, like hindsight is twenty twenty. Like I would be the most evolved 11 year old ever if I was like, well, they're simply saying that because they're insecure about themselves. Like, that's <laughs> not how 11 works at all. No, so I'm convinced that I'm ugly. Not. So I was like, well, I have no chance with this boy, but I can admire him from afar and write his name in my notebook and stuff like that but apparently he saw me and was like who is this beauty like thought that I was absolutely gorgeous like you know just I asked Ben one day I'm like how's your friend Ryan he's like oh it's interesting that you should ask because he asked about you 
And I'm like, why did I fart? Like, what? Like, what did I do? <laughs> like, why would he have any reason to ask anything about me? So he's like, no, he, um, he thinks that you're pretty. Like, really? He's like, yeah, he's like, he definitely has like a huge crush on you. And I'm like, were you going to tell me this? And he's like, well, I don't know. It just reminded me when you asked. I'm like, well, am I ever going to see him again? Like, what's going on? Like, when's the wedding? Like, what can I like? I'm, right. I already bought a dress. Like, what are we? So he's like, well, yeah, he's coming back to my house in like a few weeks because his mom and my mom are going to hang out. I guess like Ben walked down to my house and he brought me this box, like a flat long box like white like it looks like something you put like uh, I don't know a piece of jewelry in or something I don't know how to describe it like it was like probably like a foot long and like three inches wide um so it was like this flat box and like you open it like it like would contain some kind of gift and it had a note in it and a plastic red flower and oh, it said so he was for sure a romantic right from the get-go. Yes, like mm-hmm. how do you not? So like I was like this blue, I think I still have the flowers somewhere actually because why wouldn't I? So he wrote like something like, I think you're beautiful, blah, blah, blah. I was hoping that you'd meet me at the school at such and such a time, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember. Um, but I was like, oh my God, I absolutely have to find a way. So like the school we went to was like just a very short walk from our house and all the neighborhood kids would play there. So I'm like, yeah, like, oh my God. So, you know, like naturally, like I went and brushed my teeth. Like I did everything but shave my pussy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure I shaved my legs. I'm like, this is going to be a huge moment for me. Sorry, Henry's barking in the background. So hear him, little Henry. So, um, so I went to the school to meet him and I was shaking like a leaf and like, I don't know if like, he was like, he had done this before or whatever, but like he immediately took my hand while we walked around the playground. Like my hand was probably like just a giant clam at that point. Like it was just like, I, I feel like it, like my hand produced more water than like a cup with condensation on it. Like <laughs> There's no way my hand wasn't disgusting. (laughs) And then like, yeah. And then like, I don't know, like we just, we kissed and it was like magical and amazing. And it was like everything I could have wanted in a first kiss. And then like, after that, like we would, you know, call each other on the phone and like, I guess dated or whatever from a distance until I like, I think he was like his mom wanted him to stop talking to girls so we could focus on sports or some such. Of course I was, I was completely devastated, like totally devastated. Um, But the weird part is we became friends on Facebook later on. And that motherfucker to this day sends me inappropriate messages. Oh God, really? Yes. I'm not even kidding. And like talks about like, we had such a connection and like asks for pictures of my boobies (gasps) kind of a lot. So oh, this guy, wait, he's yeah, not the one. I okay. told you about it. You have. Okay. So he's not the one that adds you and delete you, deletes no, you, no, right? No, That's no, the no. different one. That's but, my first like, oh, boyfriend. Like true love to high school. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The yeah. first person I was ever like in love with. Oh my God. So he still is on your Facebook and he's still like, hey girl, can I see those titties or what? Yeah, all the time. Like I would say it's like once every six months or something like that. But I don't have the heart to delete him because I'm just like, I don't know. And then like I tell him like nicely, like, no, I don't really do that. You know, like it's usually when I post like a makeup selfie. Oh, um, okay. It triggers him. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll like, you know, still think about you. And I'm like, that's so crazy. That kiss must be, I must have been real good at that for 11. You know, like, why don't don't you just send them to my Instagram account? Cause your boobies are on there. They are. Send them over and be like, your pictures has triggered him before too. So, well, they're good. I, they were. Thank you. I've, I've never felt more like a woman. I'm sorry. Are the, are the fairies coming for you or what the fuck's going on over there? It's my wind chimes. Oh, I hate those things. I know. That is so weird. That's like saying, I fucking hate candy. They're not scary. They're beautiful. They sing the song of the wind. They bring the messages of the angels directly Mm -hmm. to your ears. You ignorant Mm -hmm. whore. Like, no, I fucking hate them. Seriously. (laughs) Demons are pushing those just so you know, take them Um, down. They're not. So was he, would you say that he was your first crush? No, well, my first like crush where anything like physical happened or anything actually happened. My first crush happened in second, no, first grade, second grade. 
the boy's name was Severin, which is such a cool name. Oh, wow, um, I love that. Yeah, Severin Marsh, but we called him Sevy. And I actually, ac- oh my God, I recently accidentally friend requested his wife on Facebook. And I was like, oh my God, that's his wife. And she's like this sweet little blonde marshmallow. Like she's just super cute. He was just kind of like this like manly young boy. And he used to wear like, like we were in Catholic school you were supposed to wear a very specific kind of like pants and he would break the rules and wear like cargo <gasps> pants. And I thought oh, they were shit. so hot. It's my first it's exposure so... to cargo pants. <laughs> Which apparently are a fetish of mine. I don't yeah. Know. Apparently how many pairs does Rob have? Like 30? Zero cargo pants. Oh, does he have cargo shorts? I picture him. He as used like it a... when I met him. Yeah. He had a ton oh, okay. of cargo shorts. He was that boy that bought his shorts at like, at like Abercrombie. Oh those, wow. Yeah. That, those yeah, were Rob's me. shorts and he still has the same ones that he wore in high school and they still fit because he's a giant piece of shit <laughs> that I love. Do you, uh, does he keep them in his Wayfair locker or no? Oh yeah. Yeah. He bought a um, $25,000 filing cabinet from Wayfair. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Keep shorts I mean, and... That's where you keep all your cargo shirts, right? That's right, is in very yeah. expensive Wayfair furniture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not terrifying at all. Not okay, at all. so your first crush, mm-hmm. Severin, which is an amazing, that's an incredible Isn't name. That a- wonderful name yeah. I don't to this day like know exactly what it means I don't think I cared I think it was just like I'm like well obviously he invented that name because plainly he invented cool and cargo pants as well so like, it didn't even like I love it. him I oh love my god him. you can't not and he's still like he's still really handsome like I like when I found out that was his wife then I, I like it said so and so has accepted your friend request and like she's like a client of the salon I'm pretty sure and that's why I was like oh. a friend requested her and then I saw her last name and the picture. I'm like, oh, that's him. So I looked at the picture and he's still very handsome. Um, no. no, his wife is on your Facebook because I'm yeah. going to go look him up later. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to give like, you all that information. I'm going to look him up later because I just feel like I need to know. Uh, okay. Um, I'm, uh, the last one that I wanted to ask you was who was your worst kiss? Sorry. I wanted to ask you both best kiss and worst kiss worst kiss I don't know I've had some I've had some really bad ones and I don't remember the guy's name and I don't remember the particular instance but I remember the kind of kiss Mm. and I feel like everybody will be able to relate when I say what kind of kiss because there are kinds of kissers right like you got those like ones who are kind of tight closed lipped then you got those ones that are just right where they've got those like soft lips not too wet not too dry right and like not too much tongue but just enough like where the whole thing isn't tongue and you're like this is not like where we compete over a piece of spaghetti like but then like there's that kiss where it's like oh my god he used his face to try to eat the inside of my face yeah and it Mm -hmm. wasn't romantic it was competitive and aggressive and scary and your face (laughs) is always wet after that and you're like I don't want a wet face yeah I shouldn't have to like need like a handy nap like after it's like does anyone have a moist towelette (laughs) you should not need to ask for a moist towelette after a kiss oh my god no (laughs) no so like it was like one of those ones where I was like and I think I was excited to kiss this guy too and I'm like oh my god he's so handsome just and then like our lips touched and then his entire mouth opened like His entire, like, and next thing I know, like, I swear to God, he must have secretly had the world's biggest mouth. And like, you didn't know until it was on half of your face. Like, he was like a snake. He unlocked his jaw and just like went in. (laughs) Exactly. And like, he just kind of like, my entire head was inside of his mouth, like a lollipop. Like oh, it was God. disgusting. Oh, and like, that's so terrible. I didn't know what to do because what you can't like stop and be like, fucking ew, dude. Like, because that's like too awkward. You can't like ew, David. Like, you like, know what? No, I feel like we should be able to, honestly. Like, you if should. And I think you can. On me, yeah. I don't like, but, like that. I have cool. a really bizarre sense of like manners. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, a really inappropriate sort of sense of what counts as polite. Like, I will talk to a crackhead for 25 minutes because I feel like, well, someone's got to be nice to them, right? Like, so this guy's like trying to eat my face and I'm like, well, maybe this is just what he needs, right? Well, because kissing is so vulnerable. It's such a vulnerable moment. So to like, it, you know, like, I feel like if I was to stop him and be like, hey, hey, Brian, fucking Brian or whatever your name is, like, 
you're really particularly bad at this. Like he would just be like, well, great. Thanks. So if you could just give me directions to the nearest bridge, I'm going to just drive off it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that is such a vulnerable, sensitive thing, kissing. So it's like, you've got to be gentle with someone's feelings and their heart and like most of their mouth, apparently. The male male (laughs) ego is a strong... It is. And like, also like, you know, men are scary. And like, what if I told him I hated the kiss and he punched me in the face? Like, I don't know. Like men are scary creatures sometimes. So (laughs) I just kind of let him do it. So then I was like, well, I don't know what to do. So like, do I do this back to him? Like, so I sort of did. And it just became this like horrible, like there was wet noises. Like it was moist. God. (laughs) It was moist. That's horrible. So like, like it was just like tongue wrestling teeth clacking together and like faces and like cut lips and like just it was just like awful and I can't remember who it was and and obviously it never happened again after that because I fucking hope not traumatizing like so yeah that was like one of the worst kisses that I've ever had like it just felt like a wet aggressive bruising of mouths like the only thing that didn't happen was lots of screaming and I feel like lots of screaming would not have been out of place <laughs> if it was that violent oh my god like, yeah like I would wow. not have been surprised if he like did that and like started screaming and making terrible sounds like, oh my god just... I love it yeah it was not a kiss so much as like he was just trying to assert dominance I'm not really sure like what was going on but it was really gross it was That's very horrible. yucky and wet. I'm, yeah. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah, it was uh it's pretty bad. Um okay, before I ask you the last one, I want to tell you cuz I don't think I've ever told you this story. It's not the worst kiss. It is the worst kiss that I avoided. <laughs> oh. It's so like, I feel like you're the only one that's going to appreciate this. This sounds less so, moist than my kiss. <laughs> well, it Do ended up being it ended up being less moist uh, and I'm lucky. <laughs> so, so I was dating this boy. His name was Charlie with two E's, which, you know, should have been my first clue. Yeah. Uh, and my second clue should have been that he had a belly button ring. And I'm not I'm not going to piercing shame people, but I just think that it didn't suit his body. It just didn't. He had uh-huh. a little a little um hoop uh belly button ring w- like uh at the top, like the top part of his belly button and uh-huh. it had a little jewel on it and a jewel. Mhm. Yeah, and he was in a punk band, so I was like this just like some of this doesn't fit together, but anyways, he was super cute and I really liked him, so I kind of dated him for a little while and uh we went to a party together and he was from Brandon, I was living in Selkirk, so we weren't like we didn't get to see each other super often. He came out one weekend to go to a party with me. I don't know, I'm assuming he got a ride in with his mom or something like that. But we ended up like sleeping in a tent overnight, like at this place. And he mm-hmm. wanted, he wanted to like get down. Uh, the problem was I was having my moon's blood. <laughs> <laughs> my moon's blood. <laughs> it was, it was my moon's blood. Were you having your courses? I was having my courses. Were you in flux? (laughs) I fucking really was. And like full throttle where you're like, okay, I'm going to bleed through everything in like two hours. Like, yep. So uh, he, but that didn't stop him. And he wanted to do all of the things. So he was like down. I was like trying to like pull on his hair to say like, no, like you can't. You can't do that right now. Yeah, that's not for faces right now. Yeah, he did not fucking care. I know that, like, people people do that, and, like, I don't care. Like, it's not... Yeah, it's it's not, to each their own. Exactly. You're not here to kink shame or body piercing I shame. I am not kink shaming <laughs> or body piercing shaming anybody, but I thought that it was ironic because he was a super strict vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> he was a lot of really funny <laughs> So he was a vegetarian and like so strict. Like he, I would say back in the day, like obviously this was a while ago and it was sort of before like vegan was like really a thing, but like he didn't eat eggs. He didn't eat cheese. Like, so I would say he was like on, on the brink of being vegan before. Vegan yeah. Like he was, like, was vegan thing. before we were like using that word. Like, I don't recall that word coming into common use. Like it had to be explained to me in probably like 2005. Like I didn't know the difference between like, so to me, if you just didn't eat meat, you were just a vegetarian, regardless of what your whatever's were. Exactly. But I mean, apparently he does eat meat. (laughs) He eats. uh, Yeah. Like he definitely like consumes the blood of other beasts. I mean, like that is, that is oh my not God. vegan. <laughs> so I kept like pulling on his hair to say like, no, like don't do that. But then he was like, I don't care. Did. And I was like, well, fuck bro. Okay. But then he tried oh my to God. kiss me. And I was oh like, my God. Okay, no, what's good for the goose is not also always good for the gander. And I'm like going to stop No, but that you also right wouldn't here. kiss a goose with a mouth full of blood. <laughs> <laughs> a vegetarian goose with a mouthful of blood. Exactly. Oh my god, it's not funny, but it's so fucking funny. Anyways, we didn't really last after that, but you know what? I want to just, Charlie, with the belly button ring and two E's at the end of your name, wherever you are, I hope that you've found what you're looking for. Uh, right? Maybe that's the, like, maybe you're being too hard on him right now and because he doesn't get a lot of iron, because, like, sometimes that's got to be hard to come by as a vegetarian. Like, maybe that's how he does it. And, like, he was very pale. He you're was. just being a judgy Judy right now. Maybe. And, like, no. he lives off of cucumbers and period blood. <laughs> I think I'm very funny, apparently. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't, it's yeah, I don't think I've ever told <laughs> No, I, I don't think that you have because I feel like it just would have. I would never have forgotten that because that's amazing. And, like, even more disgusting. And, like, I hesitate to say this. You know, some people say what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Mm-hmm. Like, or what's, or like, but I've also heard people say it sauce for the goose is sauce for the gander and I oh. feel like that's like a bit more oh. just ever you're gonna get arrested if you post this podcast <laughs> we started imagine? out with your first kiss and your worst kiss and went to like geese and period <laughs> so fast it takes a turn on the sex and ponies very quickly oh really my god the top I can just hear like a movie narrator like doing a commercial for this episode what starts is an innocent question about first kisses and worst kisses takes a turn for the worse as we begin to talk about vegans, geese, and period blood, <laughs> <laughs> and body shaming, oh like, and piercing shaming somebody's belly button ring. Exactly. Aww, but like, I also I had a guidance counselor that had a belly ring, and co- and he collected Beanie Babies. Um. Okay. Who was your best kiss? Or like, even if it, if even if you don't remember, like who, like what was the scenario? Oh, I remember around who. your best. You're you're not gonna believe it. It's Rob. Oh, I know that is so nice. Are you just saying that because you have to marry him? No, no, that's like a legit thing. And like, I would say like our first kiss was probably in some ways like the best ever. Um, I was blown away, like blown away. So like we were at a party. It's actually it was the night I met him, which as you know, um, I told him I loved him the night I met him. I was 19 and very drunk. So I told him I loved him that night. But like we, yeah, we met and I was not there to meet boys. I was there to get drunk and probably do some drugs. And the last thing I wanted was to meet boys. I had gotten out of a relationship that was not good. In a lot of ways, not good. It was, it was a great relationship with a great person that ended very, very very difficult way and I had a lot of emotions and was not ready to move on to somebody else um but man proposes God disposes so um at this party and I see this extremely attractive guy like I just right off the bat thought he was like the most beautiful guy ever but like he like was standing there listening in on our conversation and I was annoyed and I finally turned and I was like can I help you and he's like oh hi I'm Rob blah 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 like nice to meet you and so 
I kept trying to get rid of him all night and he just kept turning up like a bad penny. And eventually it turned into, I, there was like a burrito truck there, like a food truck. And, um, I ate his entire burrito. Like he fed it to me and I smoked all of his cigarettes and I drank all of his alcohol and we peed together in the woods because we both got lost and couldn't find the bathroom. And then it ended in him saying to me, which no guy has ever said, he turned and he looked at me and he said, may I please kiss you? And I just, I know, is that not the cutest? Like, how do you not? Oh my God. That just made my pussy tingle a little. Right. And mine too. So I was like, I don't know how I said yes, but like, it just like, I was like, absolutely, you know? And he kissed me and it was like, mind, it was like that perfect kiss. Like, you know, sort of sound like the, like Goldilocks and the three bears, like describing like the bowls of porridge. Like, but it was like, it was, you know what I mean? Like not too like open mouth, not too closed mouth, not like an aggressive amount of tongue, but not like where the tongue was completely missing. And you're like, what are we doing? And like, you know, like very soft lips that weren't like, like wet and they weren't like bone dry and creepy. Like it was like that perfect like you know that's so not too much of anything and just enough of everything and like it was like the most mind-blowing kiss I had ever had oh my god and then you let him put a baby in you and the rest is history a couple there were yeah I know (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that was and so like that kiss I think was what made me like I fell in love with him like right in that moment and I told him that and he was like you're very drunk and you need to go home and and he still called the next day which is fucking (gasps) crazy if you think about it like you should have had more respect for yourself Rob (laughs) (laughs) and now we've been together for 15 years that's crazy oh that's such a nice story I I actually didn't know that I love that well now now you have to tell your best kiss right oh fuck I when I was planning on doing this this, so maybe we should I know I like I don't know you know what though I like I love Jared, obviously. I married him, so I, like, I enjoy kissing him. I'm fond of him, too. I've not kissed him, but I'm fond of him also, (laughs) greatly. Like, quite fond of him. Like, last time I tried to kiss him, he's like, please don't. Like, Tony's your best friend. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, shit. Sorry, manners. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I forgot. I, like, when I was planning all this, I wasn't even thinking about, like, what my best one is. I was only thinking about my first kiss and my worst kiss. Well, my worst my almost would be worst kiss. I don't know if I've had a best actually. Well, oh, I feel like I'm oh, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble for saying this. <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, you know what? I got to say when I was 16 and on a bus uh with a a band that I shouldn't have been on a bus with, one of them was a pretty pretty solid kisser yeah yeah really good at it you probably yeah to be fair oh I'm sure yeah I'm sure if he's on the road traveling across like Canada and Europe and the states I'm sure he's kissed many girls and I was Was there blood in his mouth I'm just kidding there was no (laughs) blood in his mouth that's how you know it's a good kiss his face did stink though because he they were like a mask so his face so how are you gonna rank that in good kisses if his face was stinky (laughs) and that's why like I feel like I'm gonna get judged for saying that but like oh for sure somebody like when they like hold the back of your head and they like really get into it but it's like not too hard it's not too soft there's not a ton yes, of spit but that and hand like, is on the back of the neck just that little hint of control right there like yes. if you grab the back of my head or my neck like that I I am probably gonna touch your penis like it's just gonna happen <laughs> like oh my god yep just reached out and uh and well, and, I, and then I grabbed it and it was yeah uh, and know, I think that I wasn't makes sorry. that one so like because I up to that point I had only I hadn't like had that many like really good kisses like every all the boys that I had kissed were like they're all fucking young and stupid right like they're like the kids that like practice on their hand or they think like they need to use their whole tongue like I had a lot of that and so I think that one was probably because he was more mature (laughs) so it was your best kiss because it was the first probably really really good kiss you'd ever had so it wasn't necessarily better than kisses that have come since it's just no no stands out in your mind because it was the first time that it like probably didn't suck Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like I it wasn't the best, but just it was I mean, th- definitely there was a lot of things that could have been better about it, like him not having a stinky face or yes. h- his friend not touching his penis while he was watching. You know, there could have been other 
there could have been other things that were better. But like that was like the first like really good one. And obviously I have had from Jared many, many, many since. But like that was that one does it does stand out for reasons. Yeah, that that would. That's, I can't um, wait for Jared to fucking edit this. I'm just oh, really excited. Oh, yeah. To- I want to be there when the fight happens. I, I'm just <laughs> I think he's going to fight you over it. He's I, not going to, like, challenge you to Mortal Kombat or anything. Can you imagine? <laughs> he's like, maybe he'll challenge me to a kiss fight. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, see? Now that. Oh God. He that's won't. where good sex starts. <laughs> it does, yeah. When and you're like, Rob I, later, no, but my I'm, first kiss and see if he challenges <laughs> me to a duel of time. <laughs> or do you go. do like the thing where like I'm stronger than you and you fully know that you're not stronger than them but you're like I just wanted I want you to take me <laughs> yeah so like you know if you like goad him into like like yeah like I'll definitely yeah. like I push him across the kitchen sometimes and like so he's like ha stop and like he'll just take it until I keep doing it and then he's like I said stop and then he like grabs me and I'm just like yes <laughs> and if he grabs Sorry. the back of your neck you know that you're gonna touch his penis Yes, you see. I'm like, I'm glad we're not the only. Like, I, I know other girls that do that. They're like, do you ever just like poke him until he gets super pissed? <laughs> so he does that thing. <laughs> yes. So he fucks the shit out of you. Absolutely. They even talk about it in Outlander, where like Jenny like purposely antagonizes Ian until he beats her, but like, like in a good way, beats her, not like yeah. like antagonizes her, like basically until like he like you know like takes her over his knee it's like I feel like that's a classic theme with like men and women that women are too afraid to talk about because we're all supposed to be empowered and shit it's like I'm a powerful businesswoman. I am strong and also I like spanking <laughs> I like to be put in my place like yeah it's like doesn't really those two things don't really like jive people, I guess some people don't like when you say that but it's like I think we're not the only women that are like that I'm no, sure and I think part of being an empowered strong woman is unabashedly talking about what you like and I think that that what you like is okay because because I think it's anti-feminist to say that there's only certain things that you're allowed to like and like you're only allowed to like to be on top and like that's a sad thing because then you're missing out on so many other things like choke sex like like let's not pretend that there's not you know what I mean (laughs) I'm so pumped for my mom to listen to this oh yeah wonderful it's gonna be great and I haven't met your mom yet and her peculiar accent oh my god her accent made me so happy I can't I I was listening to it I'm like she's seriously sounded like a wise Native American lady who had spent oh. a lot of time in Boston. Well, and she might be, you know, I'm sure she has some secrets she's not yeah, shared you with don't me. know so everything about I, your I mom. I don't. I don't. She fucking so knows everything about you now. You can bet your oh, fanny. Oh my god, my poor mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you think? Jesus. Oh my god. <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this with me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for letting me. I'm sorry. I like you're like I'm gonna. It's just gonna be a quick ten minutes, and I'm like, let me just monopolize your entire afternoon. I knew that it Morning. wasn't going to be ten minutes, but sometimes I just feel like I have to say that because it makes both of us feel better. You and can then... edit it down to ten minutes. There's no way. You said no. too much insane shit. I can't edit that out. You did. You, you <laughs> accused him of vegetarianism. <laughs> Belly buttons. I can't. Like, yeah, I'm oh the one over here saying outrageous shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he was the vegetarian. <laughs> okay, fair. Fair. That's fair. It's fine. Which is like oh amazing. Well, that was my chat with Maggie, and this is my chat with Evie Assault. Excellent. Okay, so I am doing a little talk with my friend Evie. And Evie, if you want to just uh, say a little bit about yourself right now, and we can get started. But I wanted to, um, I was really excited to ask for you to do this because I thought like this would be just a perfect conversation for us. So I want you to tell everybody what you do first. Uh, my name is Evie Assault. I'm from Winnipeg, Manitoba, and I am an internationally published pinup model. And also, I am Marilyn Monroe tribute artist and lookalike. I love it. And you're amazing. And I know that. Oh, thank you. I, I've worked with you, and you're just so, oh my gosh. Every time I see you, like, you know, I've. You, I've shot with you and we've met a number of times, but then every time I see you in person, I'm just like, oh my God, like, how are you real? Well, that's not every day. That's, you know, <laughs> I'm a perfectionist. 
Right. And, and it's part of the reason why my art is kind of my body because my aesthetic is my art. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when there's an event or I'm doing a shoot, obviously, uh, it takes hours for me to get ready. So, you know, I can be a complete um, bridge troll, uh, you know, marinating <laughs> on the couch in like week old pajamas with oh like God. gross hair that stands straight up on end like a troll doll. Like that's so you know like you see like the very very best but there are many many shades <laughs> oh my god I love it but yeah every time I see you I'm just like and you I have to say you are one of you probably are the most professional person I'd ever worked with oh, you, you showed up not only on time but you didn't wear your bra so that you didn't have a bunch of marks and like you were just that was a, a bumpy boob oh my god bike ride <laughs> I bet. And that's the one great thing is that we live super close to one another. And yeah. so very soon we're doing another shoot. <laughs> yes, I can't wait. My God, I'm very excited. Okay. So I want to ask you about your first kiss. Tell me about your first kiss. Okay. My very, very, very first kiss. I, I actually, I told, I told a friend of mine that I was coming on your podcast and that I was mm -hmm. talking about my first kiss. And uh, my first kiss was in kindergarten. <gasps> Me too. Go on. Really? <gasps> okay. Because yes, my friend was like, I was like, was I ahead of the grade? And they were like, Wah. I'm like, come on. Other people have to have had their first kiss in kindergarten. I was like, and you know, we weren't making out. It was like, it was, he was the first boy I ever kissed who like wasn't my dad. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like he was the first boy who I liked, who I, we like our lips touched. Right. <gasps> scandalous I love it so yeah scandalous. no I'm totally with you on that so there were there were two kindergarten classes in our school and I grew mm -hmm. up in a small town in Swan River Manitoba so this was this was in Swan River okay. um and uh I will give him a fake name so okay. Aaron was in the other kindergarten class he was in the p.m kindergarten class and I was in the a.m with his cousin Catherine oh. Catherine and I were very close okay and Eric and Catherine and I would play together all the time. And I liked Eric. I thought he was really nice. And I don't know if at the time I thought he was cute or if I was like, Eric is cute. But I knew that I thought he was special. Oh. And he was adorable. He was like the shortest boy in the class. I've always liked <laughs> men and boys and guys who were always just like a little bit different. I think yeah. because I'm a little bit different. Like, I very rarely went for the popular boys, probably because I thought that they would never want me because I'm an oddball. But, oh. <laughs> but, but well, that's look good. at you I, now. Oh my yeah, goodness. well, but I'm still odd. I'm still different than a lot of people. And, and I like to wave my freak flag, so that's good. Um, <laughs> but he was the shortest boy in his class, and he had these adorable glasses. Like, I can see his face at that age so clearly in my mind right now. Oh and I think I have a picture of him in a box in my basement somewhere. <laughs> really? Like a kindergarten picture. Yeah. And I could never get rid of it because he was my first kiss. So oh, I know. Is isn't that silly? <laughs> so, so, um, so we would play together all the time and mm -hmm. it would have been, I guess this would have been the winter of, of my kindergarten year. I won't okay. tell you when that is because then you'll know how old I am. No, you which don't I have just, to say that. Which I just announced. I, it was my birthday. I just announced it on Instagram to the world to see anyway. So it doesn't really matter. <gasps> did you? Yeah. I just turned 38 last, a week ago. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. And you literally, no. If people would see you in real life, they'd have no idea. Like no, they I, literally would have no idea. The, when I get carded, well, I mean, now you get carded when you walk in the door at the LC, mm -hmm. but when I, but before that, and I used to get carded, people would like, look, and then look at me. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like good jeans. Don't, don't suntan, don't smoke, but good jeans yeah. is really the place to start. There's, and then yeah. you, you can't do anything about it. So anyway, so it would have been like late eighties in the winter, Catherine and Aaron and I are hanging out. And we're in the country because that's where we live. We live in a small town out in the middle of Manitoba. Catherine, I can't remember if it was on Catherine's parents' property or Eric's, but their family's properties were next to each other. Okay. And they had this big igloo that someone in their family had made, like they, or like a Quincy where they had like big mound of snow and then carved it out on the inside. Oh, and we were cool. playing in and out of the igloo or the Quincy. And then Aaron and I were 
sitting in there together. Mm -hmm. And I wish I could remember the moments leading up to the kiss, like who initiated or how it happened or like, was there a negotiation? Yeah. Did I like kiss that, him? Did yeah. he kiss me? I don't remember oh, any of boy. that. I was I totally going to ask you that too. I wish I remembered. Shoot. I wish I remembered. I, I knowing me, I probably kissed him first. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. But, but there was a kiss. A kiss happened. A kiss. So like, you know, when you're, you're so young, you don't do the head tilt. Like we like our noses. Like, and I think about it, I can remember it too. Like, I remember my nose touching his nose and I remember his glasses fogging up. And I remember oh we like God. held, like we were like, mm, and like held the kiss because well, mm-hmm. Catherine had left and had left us alone. And then she came back at the end of the kiss <gasps> and oh caught us. Oh. And we, and it was very, we were like, we, like you as a little kid you're like oh no oh no 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 like it was like we felt like we had done something bad oh my god or we had been caught or like we're not supposed to do this or it was very awkward and then uh and we continued playing you know like we brushed it off and kept but oh this was on a weekend and then on Monday at school Catherine told everybody that I (gasps) kissed him oh no and the kindergarten classes were a buzz with scandal. <laughs> oh, I'm sure because like in Swan River, there would have been like, what, how many kids did you have in your class? Like 10? It was like 20 in each class. Oh, wow. And all of our, that's more than I thought, actually. I mean, there's a, there's like a big surrounding area. So like kids get bussed in from all the oh. little teeny tiny, uh, you know, all the, like okay. the rural areas outside of Swan River too. So, mm-hmm. so okay. I think, I mean, yeah. So I think there was like 15 to 20 kids in each class. Oh. And it, Catherine, like shamed me a little bit like that's my cousin you kissed like and I we were eventually okay but like we had a little rough patch and Mm. and nothing ever happened uh Aaron never became my boyfriend or anything like that we never kissed again but I always liked him oh and um so yeah and and then uh shortly thereafter I think the year after grade one my family moved to Winnipeg and Ooh, okay. so we were in our, so, so Catherine and Aaron and I were all in our grade one class together. And then I moved to Winnipeg and I never saw them again. Really? Yeah. I don't, I don't even remember their last names. Oh, I was going to ask like, cause, um, I was going to ask if you had them on Facebook. <laughs> that oh, seems I'm... to be where everybody finds everybody. Like, are they on your Facebook? <laughs> uh, no, my first serious boyfriend which is another story found me on Facebook and was friends with me and then told me he had to unfriend me because his wife didn't like that we were friends oh my god are you serious and he was the guy I lost my virginity to um really yes so I've been in touch with him since we were together god and that was like 20 years ago or more but but sound really old <laughs> I'll, I'll, just, I'll just cut that part out <laughs> I don't care I really don't care oh my god you do or not oh I don't like, care I wouldn't say it if I didn't care um right. so uh and I've never forgotten that first kiss oh ever and maybe also the aftermath that happened after it too which the is unfortunate s- you know the scandal you'd think yeah. that maybe like kids would be more understanding or like I even though they were cousins, when I think back on it, I thought maybe Catherine liked him. Oh, oh, now that is scandalous. So <laughs> that's, that's my, when I think back about kind of the anger about it that I received from my friend, mm-hmm. I I do wonder that even though they were cousins, if she also had a little crush on him. And well, that's why maybe. she she was mad. Oh, yeah, maybe you could be totally right. Because I mean, kids are, when you're little like that, you don't really, I don't know, the concept of cousin, you're like, I don't know, I just see this person all the time. Like, that's right. I mean, and even when I was, I remember being 12 years old and having a crush on one of my older cousins, because he was so cool, right? Yeah. But knowing like, you could never date him. He's your first cousin. We don't do that in this part of the world. (laughs) 
but I remember yeah. having a crush on him, you know, or I remember like being like a little girl and, and like not actively crushing or flirting, but like having like kind of a, like a crushy kind of relationship with like an uncle. I know that sounds so weird, right? But like, we all have those like very yeah. close relationships as you figure out how to have a relationship with the gender of the person that you want to be with in your life. Like, you know, right. Like, yeah. So without sounding like I crushed on all my family members, but like, you know, you like experiment as you're growing up, like with the people in your life, like I never crossed any lines, but it's like, I remember having a crush on my cousin. So it's perfectly, you know, reasonable that maybe she liked him too. And maybe she wasn't allowed and I was, and she was jealous. That could totally be it. Like, yeah, when you're that little, you don't, you don't really have a concept of that, but you just sign, it sort of is when you're learning of, but like, what is okay and what is not okay. And these are just the people that you see all the time. So you don't have a lot to, you don't have a lot else to go on. You know, you don't have any life experience at that point. So you don't know if like, this is good or this is bad. Like, you don't know. So there is probably a pretty big chance. Maybe she did have a little crush on him and that's why she was so upset. Absolutely. When I think back to it's, it's funny because it's like the first, like at such a young age, I experienced being persecuted for exploring my sexuality. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like by my peers. Has, yeah. Do you think that that has shaped you a little bit? Like, has that maybe had an effect on you like now? Or are, are you totally over that? Like, do you get a lot of that? I got a lot of that in grade school maybe not at that time I actually don't know that I felt ashamed at the time in kindergarten I don't think that I I think I was a bit shame proof at that time in my life but I Mm -hmm. when I think back I I think wow that was the first time that you were being persecuted for experiencing or for exploring sexuality Mm -hmm. I don't think it sunk in then or that I felt shameful I know that I we were embarrassed when we got caught yeah um I got teased a lot in junior high because I developed earlier than a lot of people. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's always like, as soon as you get boobs, oh my God, the world is ended for everybody. I had, I had, I had huge boobs. So like, I would say that was much more, uh, in terms of like being shamed about sexuality that had a much more lasting, long lasting impression on my life than that first kiss. Yeah, I look, okay. I think very fondly about that first kiss and always have. I mean, that's sweet. And like, what a romantic spot for it. Like in just I like know. a little, just in a little icy igloo, like, oh, a little frozen wasteland. And, and it wasn't oh. like, it was like a big yard. So we were really far away from houses. Like we had to like trudge through the snow to get to this little spot. And... Oh, you should um get your... <laughs> Get your man to do that. Just re- revisit it. We'll, we'll, we'll recreate <laughs> it in the front yard. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I will totally be there for that photo shoot, just FYI. <laughs> like, text me. I will be on my way. Excellent. Oh, my goodness. That is I'll so make him funny. wear his reading glasses so he's got his glasses on. <laughs> yes. And then you'll fog them up with your hot I'll breath. It'll be wonderful. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I love it. So, so – would you say that he, so this boy that you kissed, would you say that he was your first crush or do you remember having a crush before that? Or did you have a better one even? Like a harder crush? I, he, I would say he was my first crush that I can remember at the very least. Mm-hmm. There was a boy in my grade four class who was like the popular boy. He was like, cute blonde hair very sweet all the girls really liked him and again I was very odd and a bit dorky I was cute but I was like I was I've always been like a bit I've never been cool oh I hear I you. mean it, you're you know, cool like to I was, me if that helps <laughs> the thing I've discovered about being cool is that you can't be cool you're only cool if other people think you're cool which is where I still maintain I'm not cool but other people say I am so and I'm like thank you <laughs> No, I so, think you're, I've hung out with you. I've done photo shoots with you. I think you're super fucking cool. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, that works. <laughs> See, now you're cool. I couldn't figure out how to fool people because you know the other thing about being cool. I use heavy air quotes there. I think is I think you become cool when you become really comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. 
it's funny how I was like, I've always kind of known who I am, but yeah, had to reconcile with the fact that I'm not kind of cookie cutter. I'm like, I'm just, I'm very different and unique. Mm-hmm. And when I became really comfortable with that, then I became cool, heavy air quotes. Um, and, and so, so yeah, like the, the, the boy in grade four, all the girls liked him and I liked him so much. Mm-hmm. I crushed on him super hard, like from afar and, mm-hmm. and would like, pre- like want to talk to him. But there, there was like the very pretty cool girls in the grade four class that he would hang yeah. out with, but um. definitely, definitely not me. <laughs> and oh. that was kind of a running theme through grade school. Like junior high was the same where I like, I would crush on like the most popular boy. And then high school was a bit the same too, where like, you know, but except what happened in high school, and this is what I was telling you before we started recording was like, I totally embarrassed myself because it became a bit, and it, this, I'm like, just air out all my dirty laundry here. (laughs) I mean, what are podcasts for, right? (laughs) For, but for this, I, so by the time I hit high school, even though I, like I crushed on these guys, but at that point I knew that I wasn't the girl that they wanted. So I would be like, I'm going to make you want me. Like I was like tapped into my sexuality by the time I was 15. Like I was like, you might not be the prettiest girl in the room. You might dress weird and you might be awkward, but there's something about you that men are and guys are gravitate to. Mm-hmm. I do have an understanding and that's part of what makes me a successful pinup model and a successful Marilyn tribute artist is that I'm very comfortable at kind of harnessing my sexual power. And I'm like, understand that, that I don't have to try very hard to be sexy because it's just yeah. kind of there in me. Yeah. And I was sort of part of your being really totally. Like, and I don't have to turn on or like try and I just, I understand how that works in me and it, in it, it awakened in me when I was about 15 and I I started to play with that power. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think that's part of what makes you like, I I do think that's part of what makes you so you're such a great entertainer. You're such a great performer and you're so magnetic to be around and not just for guys. Like the second that I saw you at a Christmas party, I was like, who the fuck is that? Because I need her in my life. Like, so it's not just for guys. Like there's just something about you because you are like, I love you. You are odd and you're, you do your own thing and you're just, you're such a presence. And I just think that that is so, there's not a lot of people that sort of, um, I think people are a little bit more inclined to hide that. And you have embraced that and made that just part of you and it's so it's so beautiful to see thank you it's it's my my greatest I shouldn't say it's my greatest accomplishment in life it's one of my greatest accomplishments in life in terms of like personal growth is not being ashamed of who I am and being able to like wave all those flags and you know and I I don't know that I could teach someone how to be like that because I think that's just who I am Mm -hmm. but i I'm not afraid to hide that. And at the same time, though, there's something weird where I can turn it on and turn it off. Like, if I don't want people to see me, I turn it off and I can disappear. Yeah. I was discovering all of this kind of in high school and university where I would try and get the popular guys to ask me out or to, like, be like, you don't you don't think you want me, but you haven't had a taste yet have you like and right. I would play with that it's so, it's so terrible I would play with people was I, but I was you know <laughs> so people would be like she's a bad person I don't do that anymore but I was like young and figuring out who I was right and yeah and so there was this guy in my grade in high school who shall remain nameless because as I said earlier Winnipeg is real small it is <laughs> oh my god and uh and I remember saying to my friend I'm going to ask him to the Valentine's dance. They're like, don't do it. Don't do it. Evie. don't do it. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, he's never going to say yes. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm just going to ask him. And I walked up to him in the middle of the hallway at the end of the school day. And there are people everywhere. Oh my God. And I was like, Hey, do you want to go to the Valentine's dance with me? And he laughed in my <gasps> face. No. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. I'm 
cringing so hard. Like I feel that in my soul right now. It was like it was like a movie. Oh no, what did you do? I was like, fine, you're lost. And I walked away and then I cried after. Oh yeah, that's I mean, oh my god. My like hands started to sweat just thinking about the trauma of that. And as an like as an awkward person myself, I just like I can't picture the feeling of that oh my god it felt like getting kicked in the gut mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. since I was like he's gonna say yes because nobody asks him oh my god oh that's painful it, it was super painful <laughs> he and then I was friends with his older sister and she was like I heard you asked him to the dance you came home and told the whole family why did you do that he's such an asshole God, I'm sorry, can I swear? Like an, uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I was I was like, he, I don't know. She's like, you don't think he's cute, do you? And I'm like, he's cute. I was like, it's kind of like trophy hunting. I just wanted to see if he'd say yes. Oh and she's God. like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine now. <laughs> it was a really good learning experience. Like, I mean, it was awful at the time. And then, you know what happened at the dance? He asked me what? to dance with him. No, he fucking did not. Did yeah, he, he did. And you know what oh, happened? Frick. I said, I said yes. But then halfway through the dance, I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And I walked away from him. And oh I left him God. on the dance floor. Good. That's where he should be. Oh, my God. Oh, that like hurt my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was so brave of you. What oh, a my dummy. But I love I, it. You know, but I mean, I don't know. I survived. It wasn't the worst thing that ever happened to me in my life. I mean, it felt like it at the time. Oh, for sure. It, at that age, like, oh my God, that's like, yeah, well, that's life. Just, yeah, it is. It's but life I mean, death. look at you now. Oh my God. Like you are, you're like, you're fa- literally you're famous. And like, I don't mean to keep like tooting it, but I'm like, no, like you're legit famous. Like you're a net model. You've been published all over. Like you're so incredible. Like, wow. He fucking missed out hard. Like I'm oh just going to. Wherever he could have never served. He could have never <laughs> survived me. I'm way too no. much. For, I'm way too much for men like that. Boys, let's let's yeah. not give him too much credit. Yeah, he's a boy. <laughs> I'm I'm way I a type like those kinds of like very like those guys think they like the look of me, but I'm a whole lot of woman. Oh I, yeah, yeah. You got to be like a kind, caring, like generous soul to deal with with all this because yeah because yeah, I'm a cause, lot because you'll literally eat them alive like they have no idea <laughs> like yeah, they I'm have no lot. idea <laughs> oh yeah you God. like I got a big mouth and I say what I mean and I do what I want I'm yeah I'm not arm candy <laughs> no but you look like a fucking babe while you're doing it though and I think that's what counts you know <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> Oh my God. Well, thank you so much for doing this with me. We're absolutely like, if you're up for it, we're totally going to do this again. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I feel like we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> we we really do. And I just think it's hilarious because you, my first kiss was also in kindergarten and I've always thought like, oh man, that was really early, but I'm glad it's not just me. I completely agree. I, we should start a club. Maybe we will. There will be four of us probably, but that's okay. (laughs) It'll be the coolest club ever. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. And maybe the drunkest because we'll have a lot of Prosecco. Right. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, I want you just to tell everybody where they can find you. Um, So if they wanted to look up Evie Assault, where would they look? Where can they go? I am the most active on Instagram. Um, I post there nearly every day. I'm answer a DM with literally within minutes. So uh, I'm really active on Instagram and I'm at Evie Assault. I'm also on Twitter less actively. You can find uh, a lot of my Instagram content on Facebook as well. Although don't, don't message me there. I'm a Facebook noob and I don't know what I'm doing. Um, (laughs) I, I, it's only there because my, I have family members who don't know how Instagram works and they want to see oh. my work. Really, that's the only reason oh. I have a Facebook account. <laughs> okay, they're so precious. It's it's very that. sweet. Um, I have a I have a website www.evieassault.com where you've got information about booking me for Marilyn tribute work. And I'm like I'm everywhere. I'm on YouTube. And also, if you're really really interested uh, in my work and you want exclusive content, I just started a Patreon account last week. 
Um, so you can find me on Patreon at Evie Assault as well. I have uh, an entry-level $2 tier, and you still get a lot there. And right now I'm posting a couple times a week. So, and there's literally content there that is nowhere else on the internet. So, um, and if you want direct access to me, everything that I'm doing, I post there very, very early and all sorts of never before seen photos. Like I have like (laughs) this backlog of photos that have never seen the light of day from like Mm -hmm. when I first started modeling and Mm -hmm. beyond. And they're um, slowly making their way onto Patreon. So. Oh my God, I love it. That's so exciting. I'm so happy for you. That's wonderful. And I have some gigs coming up, which I can't talk about yet because I don't have enough information. So if you want the exclusive access to where you can actually find me in the flesh performing, Patreon's Mm -hmm. the place. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I will definitely be sure to include you in uh, the notes as much as I can. I only get, I have a character limit, so I can do as much as I can, but. um, Then throw my Instagram on there because I will. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, because I'm everywhere so on the internet. <laughs> like you're even on my Instagram. So that's even better. Yay. <laughs> like it's wonderful. Oh my God. Well, thank you so, so much. We're absolutely going to do this again. And um, you and I, uh, I'm going to text you after. <laughs> Great. So, All right. Thank, thank you, you this was so fun. much. Thank you so much. Have the best day. I'll talk to you Me later. Too. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, my friends. Well, I hope you enjoyed these conversations with my lovely friends. I would love to be able to do more episodes like this. You can find me at ProseccoWithTony at gmail.com. You can find my art at Brittany Jill Photography on Facebook and Instagram. And as for my beautiful guests, you can find Maggie at So Pretty by Maggie on Instagram or Jaden Rose Salon on Instagram. And you can find Evie Assault at Evie, E-V-I-E, Assault on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks so much for listening.